episode of Oh, I'm Stoked podcast with your host, Caitlin. I am really excited to be talking to someone who is very special to me, my boyfriend, Logan. And today we're going to be talking about our college experience, how we chose the college we went to, the classes that we took, as well as some tips and just, you know, life um, experiences that we have to share with you. So, Logan, do you want to introduce yourself to the podcast? Well, it's really good to be here. And um, so I'm 22 years old. I went to Grand Canyon University. I graduated in April and I was able to get a full-time job as a video editor for a news team up in Phoenix. Um, in I, st- I started in June. And so, yeah, I was able to move back to Phoenix after we quarantined for a few months, and I'm happy to just have a full-time job, and that's pretty much what I've been up to. Yeah, we're both really thankful that we are able to live here in Arizona and just be able to live our lives together. I know that when quarantine started, we both had to move away and go back to California, and that was really difficult. So we are just so thankful to be able to live pretty close to one another and still see each other on the weekends and hang out every once in a while because we both have full-time jobs. So during the week, we don't see each other too much. But yeah, thanks for being on the podcast, and let's get into it. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is how you chose what college to go to as well as your major. I know that you started um, as at a community college, so do you want to ch- like talk about how you decided to do that and how your experience was? Yeah, it was kind of a long journey and, and definitely on a different path than what I thought I'd be when I was a high schooler. Um, I played high school football and I was in love with it and I wanted to continue it in college. So that's kind of why I, cho- why I chose the community college route because I wasn't like the most amazing player. So I thought I'd take a shot at it in community college, but apparently there's amazing players in community college as well. So there, that was tough. I was like, one of the smaller guys there. So I redshirted the first year and then the second year I just didn't make the team. So it it was really, really tough, but I just kind of figured out that it just, it wasn't meant to be. I wasn't meant to play football. And after it, it took a while, but after a while, I just kind of accepted that. So when I was wanting to play football, I was just solely looking at like, you know, just uh, colleges that had the football teams. I wasn't necessarily looking at the schools themselves and what they provided. I was just kind of looking at like what kind of football teams they had and what they provided. So it, that all changed once I was cut my second year trying out. And so it kind of broadened my, I can't think of the word, um, viewpoint of schools And I was able to look at a lot more schools that like didn't have football teams or like I didn't care like about their football team. And that's why I was kind of opened up to GCU because I I always kind of knew about GCU because in high school, I went to a Christian high school. So they recruited us a lot. And um, so they were always at our schools. So I always heard about them and like the scholarships they provided to us. And we had a lot of people from our high school that would go to Grand Canyon University. Um, we'd probably get maybe six or seven of people mm-hmm. at least to yeah. go like every single year. So it's it's very known at my high school. So I already knew about it. Um, even when I was playing football in community college, I would I I just applied to 
Graham. can't talk right now. <laughs> I just applied anyway, just because it was free. So I was just like, oh, free application. Why not? And see what happens. And I like, I that was the first college to get back to me that I got in like kind of immediately. And they're like, you can come out to GCU for free. We'll fly you <laughs> out. Well, yeah. that's, that's how they get most people. Yeah. They fly you out for free. You you get to stay in the dorm for a night. You get and you, the whole experience. Yeah, you get the whole college experience for completely free. So, yeah. and I was like, well, I, I have I have friends there. It's it's a free trip to Arizona. Why not? So, I took the trip. It was I I I want to say this was like kind of after I've figured out that I didn't want to um, play football. It was in like uh, December, so. Yeah, it was the December after I got cut my second year from the football team. So I was kind of already looking at colleges that didn't even have football teams as well. So I went and I toured and I just loved it. The campus was beautiful. I got to hang out with my friends. So I like already knew people there. Yeah, it's a plus. Yeah, and I I was a huge fan of Phoenix as well. Just the opportunity that the city provides. There's There is so much um, in whatever you want to do, basically, whether it's whether it's in business and sports and marketing, there's all different types of fields in Phoenix that you could work in. I, I would argue that almost anything that you want to do, you can do here. So that's another reason was just the opportunity of the city. You have to look at the city too, not just yeah. the school, because while you're in college, you have, you want to get volunteer hours you want to get internships and stuff like that and those kind of things you kind of have to look outside of the school so the city is important as well so that was another factor and then when i was when i was flying back i know when i was in the airport about to fly back home i think that's when i officially decided that i wanted to go to gcu wow, i didn't know that yeah i was just sitting there and i was just like i just i had the best trip and I, I toured maybe like four other colleges before that. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel at home. We were lost most of the time. Nobody like was super friendly or really helped us. And yeah. G GCU was the complete opposite of all of that. They were super accommodating. They answered every single question you had. We were never really lost except, <laughs> except the first night um when we had like our free time you could basically go and do whatever you wanted i was gonna go meet my friends at one of their dorms oh, yeah. and the campus is so huge like you yeah. eventually get used to it but your first night there you're just like oh my god where is everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> so just on like the our free time i got a little lost but we were with someone for the most time so it yeah. wasn't like too hard navigating anywhere and then once i started going there i got used to the layout of the campus in maybe a couple weeks yeah exactly that's awesome and i think that like you know being able to just have a broad perspective of like schools and it's so hard when you're in college or applying to colleges like getting super focused on like one school and being like that's it that's what i'm sold on yeah. and then something comes up like you realize oh i can't afford this college anymore mm -hmm. i can't maybe they don't have the classes you want or even worse the major i know that's super huge a lot of kids um when they're in high school they go oh i want to go to ucla and they find out oh they don't have a 
the criminal justice? Like, of course they probably do, but like, you know, they just don't have their major. So keeping um, just an open perspective when you're applying is a huge um, advantage and just something that you should really try to do um, when applying to schools. And I think my, um, my journey to GCU was kind of the same. I mean, obviously I wasn't playing football, but I went to um, a community college in Southern California and that was not my plan. Out of high school, all of my friends were going to four-year universities and there was not many of us who were going to um, secondary schools or like, you know, we're going to community college. And so I soon had to accept, like, I can't afford a four-year school right out of high school, and this is just going to be my route. So I actually went to community college for three years, and that was a journey within itself, deciding that nursing was not the path for me, and I ended up doing communications. And like Logan had said, my school, I went to a private high school, and my school um, promoted GCU a lot because they were a private university. They were still back in 2015 when I graduated high school, they were still building their like, um, what is it called? Like when students, like number of students mm -hmm. basically. And yeah. they didn't have like a ton of students yet. Mm -hmm. So they were really recruiting us out there. And like the discover trip was another part I went in like, April, not April, I went in August or June and it was hot mm -hmm. and there was no students there. There was like nobody there, definitely not an ideal time to go, but I decided on GCU like right before the semester started. So it was like, I had to get out there. I had to experience it. Yeah. And um, it definitely makes a difference if there are students there. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're going to go tour school, make sure that school is actually in session so you can get that feel of like, okay, this is what it's going to be like. You can see the people walking around. You can see like, you know, what the cafeteria or whatever like union looks like with students in it so I think that really adds to the experience yeah because the other colleges that I toured they they weren't in, in session, session yeah. because I went during the summer mm -hmm. to all those tours so it was just kind of dead so it mm -hmm. was hard to yeah. get that experience yeah how did you land on communications because for me it was kind of like a natural like oh I don't want to do nursing and I know I'm strong in writing so like I guess I'll just do communication well I think I, I want to say starting like, okay, so freshman year of college, if my, my backup plan was like, if football didn't work out, I would want to maybe work in sports. So communications I thought would be good because I wanted to do something in like broadcasting and media or something mm -hmm. around there. So I thought communications would really help me with my um, journey to work in sports basically. Yeah. And it would help with my speaking and my confidence. Mm -hmm. And I, I would have chose GCU has a sports management major. I would have chose that if my community college had that, but they didn't. So when I went, got to GCU, I just chose that as my minor. So I was able to at least get some experience in that degree as well. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think adding a minor, if you can, I know it sometimes sounds like extra work. It's very important. But it's so important because I was communications and, okay guys, sorry, the recording stopped, but um, I think we were talking about minors and when you are in a school, choosing a minor is huge because I was in communications and as I started, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it, honestly, because there are so many different avenues that you can go down with communication. So I started taking marketing courses and I realized like, 
wow, I really love this. And I did run a few, like my small business page. I knew that that was something I was pretty good at. I loved creating content, but I'm like, how can I get paid for this? So I realized there's a lot of businesses, companies that hire people with uh, marketing degrees or like an interest in marketing to run their social media pages and they pay them pretty well. So that's what I do now. I'm a digital marketing assistant. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, to get a promotion one of these days because I've definitely taken on a lot more work um, than just being an assistant now. So I think because that I had that minor, that is what got me into my internship. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, having that minor is just like another, it's like a, it's like a little specialty. Like yeah. I work in communications, but I specialize in marketing. Yeah. Adding a minor honestly didn't even add any time to my, yeah. my time in school. Yeah. I don't know if other colleges are do. like this, yeah. but, um, they just placed my minor classes I needed into my elective classes. Oh, yeah. So I didn't even need to take any dumb or random yeah. Uh, elective classes yeah. it was just, they they just made them all minor classes yeah those, and i loved them all so those electives too can be annoying because they're literally like random classes mm -hmm. that you're just like you feel like you're wasting your time so it's like you might as well like pick something you're interested in and spend yeah. that extra time like getting a minor and some people get like double majors double minors like things like that it just depends on how long you want to stay in school so mm -hmm. i think that having a minor is a huge benefit to your degree because it really just gives you that extra oomph like you know yeah, so um so yeah now talking about classes a little bit more um were there any classes that you feel like had the biggest impact on you or that you really felt like you took the most away from well it's funny because it's a class from my minor it's oh, yeah. Uh, well, it was mainly the professor. He was a great professor, but it was my intro to sports management class. And I had him for another class. I think it was sports mm -hmm. event planning. But the intro to sports management class really opened up my eyes to how business works on the sports side. I, ha I had no clue, honestly, how it works. So he just, he, even though it was just an intro class, he dug deep and into the sports field and and he was just like this is this is why they do this this is why this is their motives this is their goals and mm -hmm. it just really helped me kind of understand how like all the behind the scenes works behind sports so i really did like that class and he's the one that uh, showed me to the sports business club that we had mm -hmm. on campus as well it's actually like really blowing up right now uh, my, it started well i started my junior year that, um in the sports business club and it was it was it was kind of getting there is it, it was pretty good but then my senior year it just blew up and we got like over 250 members and once and once they made it a paid membership too we were able to do a lot more things with um events and making connections and with yeah. like all the professional sports teams that were in arizona and stuff like that so it was it was a really cool experience and that's probably the best thing i did for myself was joining that club 
Yeah, I think that like once you're in college, you're out of high school and you're finally learning things like you want to learn, like, you know, and even like our public speaking classes, like doing presentations, like I didn't realize how many presentations I would be doing Mm -hmm. in my professional job, because even though we're remote right now, I still have to present the work that I've been working on for the past two weeks and explain to them like where I'm at, like what I've done and what my future steps are and just having that confidence and poor when speaking um, to your bosses or your managers is something that's going to take practice. So being in those classes, I know that some uh, prerequisites do involve like um, public speaking and things like that. And I just think that it is terrifying for some people, but it's such a useful skill. And some classes for me that like had a big impact on me were probably my public relations class with um, this professor, Mindy Weinstein. She is an amazing woman. She is a boss babe, honestly. She um, runs her own business for um, SEO work. So she, so companies will hire her to help them boost their website um, cool. to like hire on Google. Yeah, she's she's so knowledgeable and she does huge conventions. She speaks. She has her own PR firm, I'm pretty sure. And she like, yeah, she's, she's amazing. And she was definitely a mentor for me while I was in school. And that's probably something else that I would suggest is don't be afraid, especially depending on how big your university is. I know like maybe USC or like, you know, big schools like that, they're not going to have a close connection with your professors. But at Grand Canyon University, the professors were really there for you. Like if you wanted to go to their office hours and chat with them, um, I did that a few times, especially if you have questions Mm -hmm. on assignments or life in general. Like our classes were how many people? 50 people? Less. Yeah, 30 to 50. Yeah. And having a smaller setting is honestly so beneficial just Mm -hmm. for your learning experience and things like that and I know some kids are they they just want to go to a big university and they really want to like have that experience but what's funny is we we are a big university we are but you still get that like that That close connection yeah we have like what 30 something thousand on campus yeah we do it was like twenty one thousand when we got there and so like two years after that i'm sure it grew to 30 something it's growing every year yeah their discover trips are honestly kind of working too good yeah it's getting pretty packed we'll be walking around and we used to joke that it felt like we're in a zoo because they just like walk around with big microphones and they're like welcome (laughs) over here we have lopes way (laughs) here are the college students i know we're just like walking with our backpacks (laughs) so i just think um that you know obviously those discover trips or any trip that you take to a school is is really going to be the selling point but Mm -hmm. um to move on just talking about clubs for me because i know you talked a little bit about your clubs and Mm -hmm. if you have anything else to say like you're welcome to say it but i joined the marketing club at grand canyon university it's still pretty small we're not a big club um definitely like maybe 50 people 75 on a good day but i actually became the what was it vice president of uh Promotions and advertising, I think. Okay. Something like that, you know. So I ran their Instagram page. I ran their Facebook, like all their social media. And that actually looked really good on my resume, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. I didn't didn't think anyone would take it seriously. I'm like, it's just a club. Like, you know, and I had – 
something that benefited me was going to community college. I was able to work for those three years. So going into my internship, I had this one job I did, a receptionist job, and they looked on my resume and they're like, wow, like you're really loyal. Like you worked at this place for three years. And I was like, yeah, like, (laughs) I guess like that is just something if you have the opportunity to work in school, I know it's not for everybody, but do it because it's really going to show up on that resume when, when you and it's going to help you stand out yeah. when you're against not against other people, but, you know, competing for that job. So, um, but yeah, the getting involved in clubs is huge. I know that some schools take clubs seriously. Some schools don't, but I think a lot of schools, especially if the students want to connect with other students with their interests, mm-hmm. um, it's just something that is going to really benefit you in the long run. And you might not, you might not think it will, but it definitely does. Yeah. My club opened us up to, I think the volunteer experiences were the best part. Like you, you internships are, are very cool and important, but volunteer experience is just as oh, yeah. great. And they gave us so much, like we were able to volunteer with the Arizona coyotes a lot, the mm-hmm. hockey team, they, they loved us. So they always had us volunteer for them. Um, we would volunteer sometimes for the diamondbacks. I got to, I got to do a couple events for Larry Fitzgerald. He's a, a football player for the Cardinals. So that was really cool. Um, and it just, Oh, also I got a job doing spring training with the Milwaukee Brewers when they were down here right before the pandemic. So that was a great experience as well. So the clubs just open you up to many volunteer and internship and even job, um, opportunities. opportunities. Yeah, they did a job fair, didn't they? Yeah, that you would not even be open to if you weren't in that club. On your own, yeah. Yeah. I think one thing, too, with, like, once you get to your senior year of college, it can feel like you're kind of, like, alone when job searching. And it's, like, that's one thing Grand Canyon, like, really helped reiterate was that, like, they have a career center to help you get, like, you know, we should honestly be getting sponsored (laughs) to do this. But, like, they had a career connection center that will, like, help show you the most recent job updates. And, like, your clubs, too, are a huge proponent to, like, finding jobs. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, you know, what you want to plug yourself into. And don't be alone searching for jobs. I think another thing that we could maybe talk just a tiny bit about is references. That's another reason, too get close to your professors because especially if you don't have jobs or an internship to fall back on for a reference when applying to professional jobs (laughs) those references from your professors are huge because they've seen you in the classroom and a lot of the times you don't think about this but professors mention that you can use the projects that you've done in class as experience to talk about in your internship or in your job one day. Mm-hmm. So we, I know we did a lot of like Excel work. We did a lot of like surveys and stuff like that. And I, I was, would sometimes put some of those projects up on my LinkedIn. Yeah, well. that's true. Yeah, yeah. You can talk about the results, especially if you were invested in the project. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing to talk about in interviews because it just shows that you are either a team player, a leader, uh, you know, you're really good at contributing. Like that's something that you don't think you'd have to do in your professional job. You're like, I'll have to do group work, but maybe not as much as school, but you do. So it's a lot of group work, (laughs) a lot of group work. So I think we're just going to close with, um, maybe did you do any internships, um, yourself when you were in before school, right? Yes. Yeah. We'll talk about internships for a few minutes. I did quite a few internships and 
I'm first going to say they they don't even need to be with any like huge company they, or they anything, don't, like yeah. Pepsi or whatever. Yeah. But um, it, it just has to be something that your employer is looking for. Like mm-hmm. they want that ex- they they're looking more at the experience, not the company. Mm-hmm. So I did. I I know it sounds big, but I did like a little internship for our ESPN radio in Fresno. It was it was just a local channel though, so it wasn't like the ESPN. <laughs> so it was like a little smaller internship and we would it was really fun. We would we would set up tail, sponsored tailgate parties for the Fresno State football games. Um, we would also do things for their other channels. Like they had like a rock channel, a jazz channel and stuff like that. So I got some experience just like um, guest services, uh, also some videography for like live events, mm-hmm. uh, just the setup and cleanup and just working with a team. And then another internship was when I was home for the summer in Bakersfield, California. We, or there was a little social media team called Borden Bakersfield. I just randomly found them on Instagram and I was like, hey, do you, do you guys have internships? And they were just like, yeah, come meet me at my office um, at this address and we'll talk. So, and that's how, that's, that's how easy it is yeah. sometimes to just, um, even the first internship that I just mentioned, I, I met the owner at a restaurant and he was like, oh, you're looking for internships? Here's my card. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I and I was like, that. oh, OK. <laughs> so I didn't know it was that easy. Yeah. I, I had to like put my whole application on their website or something. Yeah. But um, anyways, back to the Bakersfield one. It was a social media team and they basically went around town to restaurants and events and basically kind of uh, these restaurants and events would sponsor them to kind of like make a promotional video for them and stuff. So I got a lot of experience with uh, videography and uh, social media as well. Cause I saw how they worked with like their Instagram and their Facebook and stuff. So mm-hmm. got, it was a small social media team, but I got a lot of good experience with that. I also, this isn't necessarily an internship. It was more of a hobby, but I had a YouTube channel yeah. And that's something my my current job really liked that I did because I did it for four years and it gained, helped me gain a lot of experience in just video editing softwares and social media. So they really liked that. And um, I think that's it on the internship side. I You could probably consider the spring training job yeah, that's more kind of an of internship, but it was... Both kind of more of a job. So yeah. I, I don't know how that stands because they didn't call it an internship. Yeah. But it kind you of were getting like paid, it. right? Yeah. Yeah. So technically it's a job. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's it on the internship side. Yeah. For me, I think my internship, the reason I got it was because I went to an event that my marketing club held. It was called Meet the Agencies. And mm-hmm. so I helped host it because I was um, on the board of what not trustees but you know um for the club and it was huge we had all of these local businesses come out local agencies in phoenix and the surrounding area and um i had noticed somebody that i knew at the agency that i worked for the marketing agency well like my internship at, and i talked to him for a little bit i dropped my resume off and they actually emailed me which was huge they mm-hmm. were like hey we saw your resume um from the meet the agencies we'd love to um, set up an interview and I was like get out like and this was like oh sorry <laughs> we just I just got a text um I 
the internship was like for a really good agency and I was just blown away and I had the best time. I learned so much and I just really think that it, there are, sorry. Um, I think that there are just so many ways that you can get internships. Just don't be afraid to reach out to people um, and make the first move. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Okay, so to wrap this up, do you have any last tips or advice for um, these ladies and anybody who is looking to apply to college or currently in college? Things like that. I think the first thing that comes to mind is don't be intimidated by your friends that are going to these big um, four-year oh, yes. universities, yeah. especially at my school. There was a ton. They're like, we're going to Bama. We're going to Oregon. And you just, you, you, you kind of get FOMO. Like oh, you, don't, yeah. you, wanna, you want that big college experience. Yes. But you you would be amazed at how much money you save going to I was going to talk about this too. Yeah. yeah. And your community college, in my opinion, it depends on the community college, honestly, but yeah. I feel like you get the same classes and experience because oh, yeah. your first two years at a four-year university is just general. the exact same. It's just general I classes. Yeah. It's, it's not really, yeah. you'll do some of your major minor classes, but mm -hmm. it's mainly just the random general ed. Yeah. I can't say that word. Gen gen general ed general classes. Ed. <laughs> um, but yeah, just honestly, if you're on the fence about going to community college or four year, I would, and you don't have like a ton of money to spend, I would say shoot for a four year. And mm. um, I was looking at University of Texas. That was the number one college on my list. And I, for four years there, I would have spent, I would have spent over a hundred thousand oh, dollars. And could you imagine? And you, they don't, they don't tell you how bad the student loan system is they don't. and the interest rates and your uh -huh. student loans will shoot out the roof. So you yeah. also have to keep that in mind when you take out yeah. a student loan and how much you're taking out because you could you could honestly yeah. screw yourself for Seriously. life. And it's hard because a lot of kids, like maybe their parents have saved for their education, but some parents like take out loans in their name for their kids. Yeah. So you're putting your parents in that debt and you don't realize maybe they're making 100000 a year. That's great. But it can still take them two to five years to pay off your student loan debt. Yeah. And it's like... When you're young, when you're when I was a freshman in college, I had no clue how big of an impact debt has on your life. Yeah. And we'll do a, we'll we'll definitely do a whole another podcast yeah. episode on debt. And we're huge Dave Ramsey advocates, and we listen to him every day. We read his books, and Dave Ramsey is a financial advisor. He's a millionaire. He is just an amazing guy who is helping Americans every day um, get out of debt. So just now that we're a young couple, we're about to get married. So Soon and not yet we're not engaged yet <laughs> but hopefully soon it's coming um so now we can he is thankfully like praise god has all his loans paid off and i'm over here with just a little bit of debt honestly nothing compared to what i would have had mm -hmm. if i went to a four-year university and right off the bat mm -hmm. You so wanted to go to Baylor. I wanted to go to Baylor. It was it's forty thousand a year, yeah. forty thousand a semester, forty thousand a year. Yeah, I you, think that's like a hundred forty to sixty, like a hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, in four, and it, four years. that would have been huge because I just saw a TikTok of this lady who had been paying on her loans for ten years. She had yeah. paid over a hundred thousand dollars and still 
owed $70,000 because of the interest. Mm -hmm. And it was, she was crying. She was in tears because it honestly holds you captive. And we don't want to like scare you guys. (laughs) We're definitely not trying to do that. We're just trying to, if you're young, if you're 18, just graduating high school, just realize the amount of, you know, the impact that debt could have on your life. And I, there's so much freedom that comes with being debt free. It's honestly what motivates us to live frugally. Yeah. Just make sure you get, you do your research and get all of the information on how much money exactly you can pay off on your college and how much loans you will have to take out with each college and how much interest um, will stack up after you graduate and just make sure you know that you for sure will be able to pay it off before you start taking out. And another loans. thing is, is a lot of people um, think that they are going to get an immediate return on their investment after they graduate. Like they're going to get a job. They're going to be yeah. making 60,000 a year minimum, and they're going to be able to pay off their loans right away. But especially COVID has proven to us that just because you have a degree does not guarantee yeah. a job at all. I had two interviews with t- in March. I had two yeah. interviews with two big professional teams here. And those were both just wiped away. I know. Because it's just like and that. a third interview with um uh Yelp, yeah, the company Yelp. here. And then Yelp, we yeah. so so they email him and they go, by the way, we're not gonna be able to like interview you. We're so sorry, we apologize. And they come out with an article saying they had to cut their employees by, by like 70, 70% yeah. right yeah, and like so it's just like just realize like you might think oh I want to become a lawyer I want to become a doctor and I know right out of school I'm going to find an amazing job and start making millions or hundreds you know hundreds of thousands and you're not like that's yeah, there's not nothing guaranteed. guaranteed so and six months after those those um you're out of college you got to start paying on those loans and those minimum payments aren't small like yeah uh, and thankfully to COVID I can wait until January to start paying on mine Mm -hmm. but it's just like that this is just a freak accident obviously so I could have been stuck paying you know I think it's going to be around two to three hundred dollars a month for my minimum loans payments so yeah so I honestly did not I did not have a ton to pay off after I graduated I had 7,500 to pay off yeah and that's it sounds like a lot, but that's a very little very compared little. to some people that are paying like a hundred thousand. Oh, yeah. And before they froze like the student interest rate, mm-hmm. my my interest started stacking up the day I graduated. Mm-hmm. And I, in my mind, I thought I was only going to be paying seventy five hundred. And so I had that seventy five hundred saved, and I went to pay off my loans. And they're like, "Oh, you actually owe over seventy six hundred now." Yeah. And I was like, "Where did the?" Uh, other a hundred dollars come from and they're like they're like um before the interest rate froze we it it stacks up every single Mm -hmm. day and i'm like if i if i have to owe a hundred dollars more from just a seventy five hundred dollar loan imagine how much the interest rates are going to stack up for a hundred thousand dollars i know it's It's, crazy it's crazy and it's just something to be aware of grand canyon university definitely educated us they tried to they put you through a you know, before I took out loans, they had me do a little course on learning about what kind of loans I'm taking, subsidized versus unsubsidized, and definitely try to do federal loans instead of private loans is kind of what I learned. Um, Sally Mae is not your friend. (laughs) And it's, you know, just don't feel left out if you decide to do community college. We will probably until the day I die encourage people to go to community college first because it's just not worth it. That debt in the long run Mm -hmm. is just not worth it. You're going to be getting the exact same education you're gonna make friends once you transfer don't think that you're gonna miss out on making friends 
So that's kind of our biggest advice, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's community college is definitely not as extravagant mm-hmm. as the University of Texas, yeah. but in the long run, I'm I'm out of debt, and yeah. some some students that went to four years are probably not. Yeah, and it's, you might have to live at home, but you're saving on room and board. You're saving on food. You're saving mm-hmm. on, you know, you can maybe save up for a car if you need a car while you're going to community college. I was able to pay for my community college in full while I was working. Yeah. So, and it gave me work experience. That was huge as well. So yeah. I think that that's our biggest advice. And I just, you know, think that that's something to think about. So we don't want to end on a sad note, but Mm -hmm. definitely drop some truth for you guys. And um, I just want to thank you, Logan, for being on the show. Thank you for talking with me. I loved being able to chat with you about college. I'm so thankful I met you in college. (laughs) We're so um, excited for this next chapter in life. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and have an amazing Monday. And don't forget to stay stoked. Bye. Bye.